What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy DQD Weezy Dwayne. I just say welcome aboard. <laughs> I did. So I made him re-record it because I said, "What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard." I'm not on the aircraft right now. Uh, <laughs> you tuned into the Affairs of the Heart podcast with your boy D Weezy DQ Dwayne Queen and Aaron. Aaron, so debonair. So this is on episode, this podcast. On this podcast, he is. I have to keep saying on this podcast. Right. So debonair, but on this podcast, he is Aaron all day I'm long. Aaron. Aaron all day. That's what I'm gonna call you. Someone used to call me that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Aaron all day. I don't um, know. Actually, my old cohort's name was Mahalia all day. So we're gonna call you Aaron all day. Done and done. She's gonna love that when she hears this. <laughs> We are episode number six in. And we have reached the milestone today. We did. We have reached a thousand and three streams. As of today, we've reached 1,003 streams. Thank you to everybody who takes the time and opportunity to like, subscribe, share, and to be notified when we have a new podcast come out. So thank you guys. And also thank you for joining our emailing list. Yep. on the website so, so that we can actually send you notifications if you're not getting them um, when we post new podcasts um, so actually this has been a learning experience because last week we posted two we did we two at the same time and the one that I posted first no one listened to it because they thought we only had oh because it was a 30 minute one no it's the first one I posted on the end of that day oh okay they thought it was only one so I went back because I'm like OCD. I went back <laughs> because they were not in order and I reposted it and now that's over a hundred. People are listening to it now, yeah. but it seems like it's a new release. Yeah. So moving forward. And it's weird because the question that we've been posting, um, that was the podcast that we should have been listening to. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Got you. And then our our little clips and our little videos are talking about different things. Yes. Grateful even that video has reached how many views? We're like 3,000 right now. 3,000 views. If you haven't seen the video, it's a video where we talk about uh, if being, asking your sexual preference is acceptable in the first conversation or the first date of meeting someone. We're actually going to talk about that today. Yeah, we'll cover a little bit of it. Um, and I'm excited about talking about it because it got a little intense Aaron during the video. Have, Aaron and I have different <laughs> viewpoints. Uh, as it pertains to which I did not know acceptance of yes. that kind of speech and conversation and not necessarily that we can't ask that question in the right. first meeting but more or less what is the intention behind the question but you know what is really dope is that I feel like everywhere I've been some people have seen that we've been having that conversation well we have had we've brought it up in conversation people have brought it up in conversation with us uh, we've hung out this weekend yes um, we went to a couple of holiday parties and it has been a topic of conversation I brought it up in a couple of topics of conversation with friends I haven't brought it up to anyone people just raise it to me well for, yeah I've done both and so I'm like well wait a minute hold on are you top five more you a burst? Because <laughs> they want to know. The people want to know. Because I want to know before we even start talking. Yeah. So. But I've learned some things though. So before yeah. we get into that, how was your week? Week was good. Um, you know, just work. You know, coming off the high of the birthday situation. Okay. Um, and we're just back we're not to eating cake today. To we're not eating cake today. The cake is gone. <laughs> um, unfortunately, you know, we do have. I will. I will shout out my homegirl. She is here with us. 
Um, and she's going to be our live studio audience that's sitting here. <laughs> we got Jesse Music in the house. Uh, if you want to follow her or look her up, she is an amazing singer, an amazing person all together. You've probably seen her some of her Bible videos that she posts um, on Facebook and YouTube. Um, so you can follow her at Jesse Music on Instagram um, or Jessica Music on Facebook, I believe. You can look her up. I'm sure you've seen her. She's that. If you've seen a video, she has one video that's hilarious where uh, a while ago when Jill Scott did that, they posted that performance of Jill while she's like... Uh, giving uh, head to the microphone. Yeah, giving head to the microphone. Okay. So Jessica is the young lady on that did the dual panel where she's like taking notes from Jill <laughs> and watching her do... Uh, do these acts on the mic. So we're glad to have Jessica in the house. She'll be our live studio audience, so you'll hear her in the background <laughs> clapping or ooing and eyeing when we say something that she just thinks is interesting. We anyway. A question or two. And she might ask a question or two. I mean, I reached a milestone this week on Twitter. Did you? Yes, I had 5,000 followers yesterday. 5,000? 5, 5,000. Now, when we originally started the podcast, I was at 2,000. Oh. And I'm officially at 5,000. Now, how much skin did you have to show to get to 5,000? I didn't show any skin. None? No. I'm not, something, I'm not doing something right. I mean, on that page. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Speaking of your freak Twitter page, someone messaged me and said they found it. Really? They did. They listened, really? to, they listened to the podcast. <laughs> And I'm not going to say who it is. They I listen, want to know who it is. They listen to the podcast. Okay. And they listen to context clues in each of the episodes as we were talking about your Twitter, okay. freak Twitter page. And they found it. And they messaged me yesterday and said, I found Eric's page. They showed you the page? Yes. Okay. They said, I found it. And I said, well, how did you find it? And they went through it. It was like, well, Aaron said this. And then you said this. And this is how I found it. I said, so you said that wasn't a good clue. They found it. It was a good clue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who found it though. So the clue, so the the key to finding Aaron's free Twitter page is listening to the podcast episodes in in, in their entirety. Who found that page? I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off mic. <laughs> now that's funny. That is hilarious. That's funny. Shout out to the person that found it. They know who. Shout they out are. to you because you have been listening. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna hop into it right away. Because um, we got a couple of things to cover. Okay. Um, so the first topic tonight, I want to talk about toxic people. Okay. Um, and here's a disclaimer to this: like we've all, I don't think there's any person that can say that they have not been a recipient of toxicity right. or have been a, the toxic person in a situation, right? Okay. So you can't necessarily say that. Oh, you know, a lot of people like to play victim. Oh, they did this to me. They did this right. to me. They did this to me. This is what they did this to me. This could be a conversation because I think that where I'm at now mm -hmm. is going to help people. Yeah, with that. I think I, I agree. So I've got a list of um, six different types of toxic people. You can see where you fall into the categories of such. Um, you hop in if you want to comment on any okay. of the, the, the topics of toxicity. So the first is the narcissist. The narcissist only cares about themselves, mm. lacks empathy, mm. truly believes they are better than everyone around them. Mm. That is a narcissist. I know a lot about that. <laughs> That explains someone I know very well. And again, you know, you can look at, you can listen to someone. He's actually honest about being a narcissist. Okay. Now that's an interesting perspective because if somebody's honest about being a narcissist, mm -hmm. that's a problem. 
It is, but because you know you're you're antagonizing. You know that you're doing. It. But I feel like they're on a journey, right? But how long is that gonna have to take until you figure out that well, it's not I that's think, not fair? Or I right think to he's on his way. Okay. To better places. What do you think that happens to someone that's a narcissist that life for them to kind of happens, like get checked? Life happens, and people happen to you, um, where they correct you and they put you in in the space where you have to think about that. Do you think that narcissists are uh, the type of people that? Received being checked or received being... Oh, I don't know about all of them, but I do know about the one that I'm talking about. Um, and he has been very receptive to that now in, in this space in his life. I don't know. I don't know that I... I mean, I don't know the person you're talking about. Let me say that. However, I would assume that a narcissist, if they know that they're do- they're antagonizing, they know right. what they're doing. You can't tell me that you don't know what you're doing. You're doing it on purpose. Um, sometimes I don't think that they know that they are, but once people call them that and they look it up and they find that that's what they are, um, I feel like if you're an honest person, you will identify with that. And it's up to you at that point if you're going to make a decision how to handle that. Okay. But then... Because I think at some point, the person that I'm talking about thought it was like a okay thing. But... It started to um, bite him in the ass. Do you think that it is acceptable to be a narcissist? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Like, do you think that that is acceptable behavior? But I do think that the, it's acceptable for you to acknowledge who you are. So if that's who you are and you're able to tell me that, I have an option to deal with you or not. Indeed. But then for those that can tell you that's who they are and do nothing about it. That's just, their their, their disclaimer is, oh, this is just who I am. Right. So but you, you also have an option it. whether or not to deal with it. Yeah, you take it or leave it. Right. Like, this is who I am, whether you can, but I don't, I don't, I've always been a little leery of people that are that headstrong when it comes to their behavior towards others. Really? Personally. I've always been leery of people that are just like, I'm not, this is who I am, you're going to deal with it, da 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 Like, that's just not, I don't. How do, how well, I think do you there, communicate there, with there are different levels of that too, though. So, because I feel like I'm a person where I, I am who I am. But I think the difference between, like, I wouldn't consider you a narcissist by no means. I would consider me that either. I wouldn't because you, you, you don't lack empathy. Yeah. If if I give you a perspective that you can understand, then you empathize with it, as opposed to. Well, I think it's more people that are in leadership where they don't have to have it. What, they empathy? choose to have empathy or not have it. <clears throat> For me, it's natural for me to have empathy for people. Well, I think, I mean, I don't necessarily believe that it's just in, in leadership. I think people choose not to have empathy for people. You can't tell me that, 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 that people, that, that, each, that there are people that don't have empathy for people at all. You have empathy for someone. There are your, people that are like pa- that. Your parents, your children, your mother. Some people like don't you have, care about none of that. Really? Yes. I don't know. I, I, well, you know why I think it's hard for me to believe? Because I have such empathy for people. Yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm there are people who, it doesn't matter if you are my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, my grandma, my grandpa, they don't have it. Just don't have the empathy at, at all. Period. They don't have it. That's, that's, it's not that it's hard for me to believe. I it's just, a dangerous place. It's just not something I can be. identify with. Yeah. But I've met people who are like that. Like, I've honestly, I met people like that. And I was just talking about. Because I don't think he 
he has empathy for people at some point. Mm-hmm. But I have people who don't have empathy for anything or anybody. Period. Well, I think that's also it goes to um, to a topic we talked to talked about before on the podcast where people feel like fuck people's yeah. feelings. Yeah. Like if yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. it's the same yeah. kind of uh, kind of language. Can, and see, there's situation, there's situational narcissists too. Mm. So okay. that's a, that's the thing because I felt like. People could be narcissistic in relationships, but not in their personal lives with their family. So they could be narcissists with like relationships. Like I can have a narcissistic, narcissistic. I can't even say the word narcissistic attitude towards dating in mm. relationships. But in my, but my friends and my family, I won't be like that. Interesting. And those are people you were talking about last podcast. Yeah. With that, they're like, I don't owe you nothing. Interesting. I don't think I've. Yeah. Okay. But then I, I now for me, I would be curious as to know why they are that way. Like, what has made them that way? Can I guess? Sure. Okay. Because we don't have a narcissist here to confirm or <laughs> deny. So I don't. Because it ain't me. But um, <laughs> I think because a lot of people. Okay. Let me just speak from my own experience. So, let me kind of backtrack a little bit real quick. Someone told me that I talk about my ex a lot, right? Okay. But that's my only relationship that I've ever had. So, mm-hmm. I always talk about him. Um, and because he's a big part of my life, period. Mm-hmm. We were married for four years. So, and I, through my whole 20s, that's who I was with. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I'm, I'm, I just turned 36. You know, I am in a new space. But I talk about this because... To me, that's what I base my relationships off of, on what I do want and what I don't want. Right. Um, so if I can just say for him, I think that the reason why he was like that was because he'd never seen anything differently. And when I say that, I mean marriage wasn't like a thing in his life where his where his family were all married. And versus me, that's all I saw was marriage. Are you talking about your ex? Yeah. I'm about, okay. I'm just so this is and this why he so relationships like a throwaway thing now. It's like I got a new shirt today, mm-hmm. but once it gets old and tar- and worn out, I'm gonna throw it away. Analogy. Because you know I give those. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it was like that for him, and like that was a hard pill for me to swallow. Because so, I knew he was like that. So just to, just to clarify what you're what you're saying, mm-hmm. um, your ex was not, according to you, he was not a relationship oriented type of person. Right. He discarded the relationship because that's all he's ever done or is known. And it was like a relationship wasn't a permanent thing for him. Like he's never seen a permanence in a relationship. Okay. Because throughout his family, they've never been a permanent thing. If things go wrong, they leave. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was different because I never even my my mom has six sisters, my dad has six siblings, and they if they got divorced, they never remarried or or even dated again. So when I got to my relationship, to me it was a permanent thing. Mm-hmm. But walking into that, I was always afraid because I knew that wasn't his storyline. So how does that tie into being a narcissist? Because when it came to relationships, it was about him. Oh, okay. So it was a, a one-sided relationship. Yeah, it was about him. Okay. And if something happened, and I felt like I was always on edge about that, that he didn't like, 
and he would be. It out would the jeopardize door. our relationship. Yeah, it would be. He would be out the door. Yeah, and I knew that. Okay, and I fought for that, which is not now thinking back, it wasn't a good thing. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I always was like on edge because I knew he that was his mind frame. Gotcha. So then that that weighed heavy in the relationship, so to speak, because yeah. it was really all about him and how he wanted to navigate the relationship. It wasn't a, it was in a partnership. Yeah. And I mean, and we, and the reason why I can talk about this is because we've been having conversations about this, right? You've been clearing the air. Yeah. yeah we've been having a lot of, um, a really good space now. And he said to me that he's a narcissist. And I said, is that a good thing? Mm. And he was like, I don't think so. And I said, I don't think that's good that you are like saying that and you're like proud about that. Well, and it's even, it's even, what's even more interesting is you're labeling yourself as something and you don't even know what the definition of it is or that you can't. I absolutely think that he did not know. Yeah. I think that he thought, I think because people have said it to him, ah. he was saying it. So because someone has yeah. called you a narcissist yeah. and you've adapted the, the title. Yeah. And, you, you, and, you act, the and these are your actions. Yeah. You're saying it, but not really knowing what that is. Mm. So when I throw it back at you, like, is that a good thing? Right. Now you're questioning, like, but wait a minute. Because you're walking around with a badge of honor saying, I'm a narcissist. I'm a narcissist. That's how I am. However, you don't even really know what the essence of a narcissist is, even though you exhibit the behavior of a narcissist. Right. That's interesting. But I can say since, since then, like, it's really been a take back for him because it's like, he's really been soul searching who he is and things that he's done mm. since then. What's interesting too, I think that raises a, a, a good point in terms of taking on the titles of things that people label you as. You know, like so I he, take he, on my title of the resting bitch face because I have it. <laughs> right. And you know what it means. And this face is going to rest and it's going to be a bitch. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I received that. Because I give that, because you know, you know that and that is, that is that is a part of me, and I'm a part of that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody I, sent me a so my homegirl the other day. I said we were talking about the podcast, and I said my pop, my co-host said that he agrees to have a resting bitch face. Yeah, and she sent me a picture that I had posted years ago with me and Scar from The Lion King. Okay, and she said because you despise guessing games. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you are Scar. And I'm like, that really is my face. Yeah, <laughs> indeed, <laughs> indeed. And I wasn't lying. I knew exactly what I meant when I you said you're now the Lion King. Right. You're not lying. You are scarred <laughs> all day long. I'm very sarcastic. Sarcastic and trivial. Yes, I very. That is me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm learning to receive that. <laughs> Learning. It's not, a, no, I think it's not a bad thing. I'm not as bad as Scar was. I would not kill my brother. I think you because I, I don't have one. Own. But huh? I think you own it very well. <laughs> I'm, but I'm not. I'm not. I guess for me, I'm not an envious person of anyone. Got you. So that's the only part of Scar that I would just. I can't United. relate. Yeah, to. you don't want the power. You just. But my my face, my resting bitch face, does set it. That's very well. It's real. Let's go to the next Severely. one. Severely. <laughs> if you're just joining us, we're talking about toxic, types of toxic people. We just talked about the narcissist. The next topic, or top type of toxic person, rather, is the controller. Ooh. 
tries to control everything around them, needs to be in charge of every decision, Mm -hmm. makes you feel like you can't do anything right. It's the controller. I'm talking about types of toxic people. Now. I don't like that last part. Makes you feel like you can't do anything right? Yeah. Why do you say that? I feel like I'm a controller. I was going to say, I think that. (laughs) No, I was going to say that you were. No. Let me finish. Let me finish my statement. I think that we all have a little bit of a controller in us. I know that I do. I am a. No, I'm a controller. I know that. Mm -hmm. Like, even with this podcast, I like it because I have control over this. Yeah. Like, I've worked with radio stations and stuff. But I have control over... You have the control over the content. How people listen to it, how it's promoted, what we talk about. I edit it down. If I don't like something, I can take it out. Like, I have control over it. So, I feel like I'm a controller. Am I toxic because of that? Well, I think... Because I had to... to, This kind of sat in on me, too. Because I know that I like to to control a few things. Um... But I think the difference is mm-hmm. in the balance of con- being a controller mm-hmm. is that understanding that you are not the like it, it, if it doesn't get done or if you do it then it's not going to get done. That's not true. It does take two people. You know, if, you, if you're working in a group setting, it does take you know you take the influence or the suggestions from those other people that you work with. I can even say in that setting, I'm still the controller. Like I want to. I feel like if I don't take control, it's not going to get done. Do you need to be in charge of every decision though? Yes. Okay, so then do you make people feel like they don't, they can't do anything right? I don't feel like I do that. That's what you have. But uh, to be all the way honest, people have said that. Mm. So I think it, it being a controller. Like people, when it comes to me doing radio stuff, they will say that I boast and I brag about me being doing this stuff for over 10 years. And to me, it's not, I don't, to me, I don't feel like I say it to intimidate people, it's like my badge of honor. Like I've really been doing this for this long. But do you think people are intimidated? But they take it. it uh, they are. Mm-hmm. Even like the old organization I work for, I feel like they were intimidated by that. Because for me, I don't feel like I'm saying it to be offensive or to make them offended by it mm-hmm. or to intimidate them. I feel like I say that because, like, literally, this is long as long as I've been doing it, you know. But even though you don't feel that way, mm-hmm. maybe their perception is that, and you cannot deny right. people's perception, absolutely, 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 right? Like their perception is their reality, unfortunately. Right. So then you have to, even if even if you have the best intentions, mm-hmm. if somebody perceives you in a negative light, mm-hmm. that's their perception. So right. unfortunately, then you have to say. But what do you? But so okay, so let's have this conversation. Mm-hmm. What do you do when that happens? Then you then you rightfully hear them out. Okay. Because again, that's their perception. So you you initiate the conversation. Like, listen, I understand that you you know have. But people say that when you your feelings are not wrong. Whose feelings are not wrong? The person that has perceived how you feel. You can't change the fact. Like, if I make you feel a certain type of way, Mm -hmm. your feelings are valid. Indeed, that's why their perception is valid because it's the way they feel. But if I didn't mean to make you feel like that, if you didn't make to, so here's, here's how this works. Like if somebody, so say for example, if I was offended or my, the perception of something you said to me Mm -hmm. offended me, Mm -hmm. right? And now I'm offended Mm -hmm. and I have an attitude. Mm -hmm. So then I come to you and I say, you know, 
but you you've been working the radio for 10 years and you you know you feel like you have the you know the be all end all or the you know right. i have some great ideas i have some great you know perspectives right. you know why not consider yada 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 so the right thing for you to do because at the end of the day your the offense was not intentional right so initially apologize for the offense because that's okay. where that's where the wrong is but what if you're not receiving that well, if it, again, if it's a genuine situation where you say, listen, I apologize because I've offended you. Right. Whether it was my intention or not. Don't right. say, um, I'm but sorry. If, you, no, no, listen, listen. I'm, okay. don't, don't say, I'm sorry if you feel that way. That's not an apology. Right. That, that is. I agree with what you're you saying. You see what I'm saying? But I'm saying, I'm genuinely apologizing to you mm-hmm. and you're not receiving my apology. Then, as something I've said before in the podcast on here is, if reconciliation is not, a, not an option, then you wash your hands at the situation Pleasure. because you were man enough to go to the person and say, hey, okay. I apologize that I offended you. Right. Now, how can we move forward? Right. What ideas, what, you know, let's let's talk about the offense at this point. Right. What what made you offended? That you that I wasn't listening to you mm-hmm. or that I didn't hear you or that I didn't take your ideas and put them into practice? Like there's there's, you know, you find out where that bridge was broken and then try to fix it. Now, if they're not listening, then you say, okay, I've apologized. Mm-hmm. That's all I can do. And that's it. So I want to give you this scenario. Okay, right? here we go. So this has happened to me recently. Okay. And through the whole argument, I apologize for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because I, for me, generally, I don't want to make anyone feel like I intentionally tried to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So after you trashed me, mm-hmm. I mean, you trashed me, right? Mm-hmm. When you realize I've checked out, you tell me that I hurt your feelings. But at this point, fuck your feelings. Understandable. Should I revisit that? Well, um, because now you've got, in the case of this situation, you've got several offenses. Right. Now you're offended because this person is trashed Once I'm offended, and I will admit this, it's really no coming back from you. You shut down. That's yeah, it. like I'm just, I don't want to because I literally apologized a million times and I literally said to you, I was not trying to make you feel like this. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of this, you trashed me. Yeah. And then once you realize I checked out, then you wanted to say, you hurt my feelings. And inside, on the inside of me, I felt bad that I offended someone. Right. But you can't take back everything you just said. That part. Because here's the thing. People are always, they, they, they may never remember what you said. Right. And they may never remember what you've done. Right. But they will always remember how they made you feel. Right. They may not remember what you said. Right. They may not remember what you did. Right. But they will always remember how they made you feel. So in that case of the situation where you've apologized directly for the initial offense Mm -hmm. and that person still in their anger decided that they wanted to trash you, as you said, and, you know, kind of say whatever they wanted to say to hurt you. Right. So now you're offended and now you're hurt. So now 
If they're not willing to then come to the table and say, you know what? I should not have said that about you. I heard what you said when you apologized initially. So now that you've apologized, I need to now step back and you've apologized for hurting my feelings because that was the original fence. Because now they had to circle back around and say what the original fence is. And I'll put a pin there to say that in most cases, people need to be upfront and honest about how they feel so that you, when you have aughts and when you have arguments, you don't blow up. You don't blow up and you can, like a lot of the times I will not respond to an offense or to an argument out of my emotions first. Right. Because I am very clear, personally, I'm very clear that my emotions are not equipped to handle my my everyday life. So right. if, if I come into contact with somebody that has offended me or hurt me, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not the slash your tires type. I'm not the bust your windows type. I'm not the type that's going to initially respond out of anger because I know that anger is going to push me to a place that I'm not going to be able to come back, back from. <laughs> Right. So let me take a day right. or let me take, you know, and, and I think that a lot of Sagittarius have this issue. You know, there's a there's a post that's been going around where people say, and I say issue, it's not really an issue. It's just something about us. You see us cry when we're offended or upset or angry. We're crying not because we're upset and angry. Mm-hmm. We're crying because we're about to fuck you up. Right. And that's the only way that we can emotionally respond right. without losing our temper and going into, you know, someplace that's just crazy. And see, with a Virgo, we never even cry. You don't see no emotion. We just gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... You're not gonna see it coming. You'll because... see a tear and you think we're weak? Yeah. And that's not the case. I'm gonna we're... cry after I fucked you I'm up. I'm crying because I really want to whoop you and I'm trying. Every Everything within me is keeping me from whooping and the only response is that there's a tear that's gonna fall out of my eye. Like, I, I get it. I totally understand. So... Um, right. I, but again, to, so because there was so many offenses that have happened, right. if you've shut down after apologizing and trying to fix the situation, right. then I, and wash if, your hands. And for me, you. I would rather offend my friends than them to offend me. Mm. Because once you offend me, I don't think there's a, I don't have a policy to come back from that. Yeah, I, I don't especially know. when you get personal, you say things that you know that you know me. I'm gonna fucking like yeah that you that you intentionally Ooh. say to hurt me. That's yeah. that's a that's a problem. Because when I'm when I'm arguing with someone, I'm not low blowing. Right, right. I intentionally do not throw low blows. Because here's the thing too: when you do that. That really, because you're speaking from your heart. Yeah. So that really shines a light on exactly how you. Wayne Pharmaceuticals, a black owned pharmaceutical company, launches its first product, Dr. Wayne's Aspirin, an 81 milligram low dose daily tablet used to help reduce the risk of heart attack and stroke. The tablet is enteric coated to reduce irritating the stomach and can also be used for inflammation, pain relief, and heart health. Dr. Wayne's Aspirin is now available on Amazon.com or you can go to www.drwaynesaspirins.com or call 404 665 9616. Again, that's www.drwaynesaspirin.com or call 404-665-9616 you truly feel about me to be honest right if you really should dissect the and that's why it's hard for me to take that back yeah because i feel like you've been holding this in for a long time yeah yeah that's tough that's real tough but i do i have in my heart i want to forgive her so bad but I just can never remember, forget the things that she said indeed, when she was mad. Indeed, and that has—I I don't know where I heard that originally. And what she said six, to me when, when I left, I, when I left the place that we were at, we were having this argument. And when she said that I hurt her feelings, I got it. But it was like I wish you would have said what you said when you were mad. But did you, when you apologized, 
where you apologize. I apologize in the middle. I, I, every time, everything she's, everything that she said, I apologize for her taking it the way that she took it because it wasn't my intention. Okay. And I didn't say I'm sorry you felt like that. Okay. I said I'm sorry that you are interpreting what I'm, what I did, the way you are because that was never my intention. Right. I really wasn't trying to fuck you over. I really am thinking of the best interest of us as friends mm-hmm. and how to take this venture on as a team. Yeah. And I said, but I still want to do my own personal stuff. Yeah. So, Just like you want to and my other friend wants to. Like, we all want our own personal stuff, but you're taking mine on as though you it's a personal me. attack against yeah. you. And it was never meant to be that. Yeah. Because guess what? Had you came to me and said the same thing, I would have rooted you on. Yeah. I would have promoted because when you when she did do it, without even asking me, I promoted all of her stuff. Yeah. And I don't really want to get I don't want to even get all the way into it. But she there's no way she can think that I don't support her. Mm. And yeah. I'm gonna just leave that there. Okay. That was a that was a lot. Friends, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I wanted to cry a little bit seriously because I really hate that our friendship is over because of things that I just wanted to do. It had no, it wasn't a personal attack against this person, but she felt like that. But I will say, like I said a few minutes ago, if she would have initially said this has hurt my feelings, yeah, then you could have addressed the actual issue, right, and not all this extra blow it up calling me. Or just being open to hearing what I was well what was going on yeah I would have been cool because honestly her saying at the end of that you hurt my feelings was had more impact on me than anything she said Mm. and but then and yeah because then you would have been able to address that yeah first of all I would have I would have had empathy for the fact that I hurt my friend's feelings yeah Yeah. that's understandable can we move on? You yes. good? You all right? Okay. Want to make sure it's okay. I didn't, you know, if you want to talk about it some more, we can. Okay. Um, again, we're talking about types of toxic people. We've already covered the narcissist, the controller. Next up is the drama magnet. Oh, did I hear a lower over there, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> the drama magnet feeds off of gossip and drama. Drama seems to follow them they create it and put you in uncomfortable positions. So again, let me read it again because that sounded weird. So drama, the drama magnet, they feed off of gossip and drama. Mm -hmm. Drama seems to quote unquote follow them, Mm -hmm. but they create it, Mm -hmm. um, put you in uncomfortable positions. We know some drama magnets. All of it sounded good until that last part. Like everything you you say is good until the last part. That last one gets you. (laughs) Cause I feel like that's like our best friend. Like, what? Now what happened? <laughs> Who did what? I want all the tea. The drama bag. Yes. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I will say this. I have just don't drag me in. <laughs> don't be what? No. Don't put me in it. But I'm good. I'm not, I like to so hear. So you don't, you want to hear the drama? I like you to sit my tea when it's piping hot. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's cold tea, you still want to drink. Uh, cold tea is not always the greatest. <laughs> When it's piping, how I want to hear it. You want to hear it. I will say this. I will say this. I have been on both sides of this coin. Okay. I've been a drama magnet, and I've also been a part of people's lives 
that have drawn me or dragged me into, okay. you know, the drama. Um, and within the past couple of years, it has allowed me to um, like to do some self introspection in regards to this particular topic of my life. Okay. Like, what did I do? You know, what what should I what have I shared? What have I said? What have I done mm-hmm. to people in my life in that aspect? And being a drama magnet and what has been done to me that I, I didn't necessarily need to be dragged into the situation, but I was because somebody decided to share the information with me. Mm-hmm. I feel like because so much drama has surrounded me, mm. I don't want to be the that person. Exactly. Exactly. Like, That's I don't why even, I did the introspection. I don't I, even I don't share wanna. things that I know because I've been the attention of drama before. But I also, I think it's also important. And it's, it's been on a, and it's been on a, on a major scale of people. Yeah. So for me, I'm out. I love to hear some good teas. You know, I think we all do. Turn it up, make it hot, put some honey in it, <laughs> sprinkle a little lemon in it, stir it up and let me sip on it. But I just don't want, I, I just can't be the, the, person is carrying it around but i also think it has a lot to do with like growth and maturity too yeah like once you get to a certain space you don't want to be the person that's known as the drama magnet you know what i mean you don't want to be the person everybody comes to and says you know oh i know they know so let me call them and find out or they don't know let me tell you so you know what's going on like that's just it it becomes old after well at least it should become old after a while i'll even say with my friendships this is a lot of personal conversations today. <laughs> if I feel like someone's going to bring drama into my life, I want to already execute it and get it out the way. Yeah. Um, which has made me part ways with my some of my best friends. Mm. Because I just see the drama coming and I don't want it. I've been through so much the last few years of my life. I, all I want is peace. Yeah. And so I'm going to fight. I'll fight for that. And I'm going to tell you now, like when you can honestly and truthfully say when somebody brings some drama to you that Mm -hmm. they think that you're involved in or that they think that you know, and you can wholeheartedly say, I don't know nothing about it. I was not there. I don't, I don't want to know about it. Like that's a, that's a, or even if you do even know about it, but you shut it down. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's like, I know my friends come to me in confidence. You will never pull out of me. What I've been told from someone else. Yeah. Because they came to me in confidence with this. And unless they told it to you, you're not going to get it from me. Because the only thing I want in my life in this space is peace. It's peace, yeah. I've been through enough drama. Yeah. Recently. I literally, I, I, I don't feel like I can even take anymore. Yeah. Recently, I had a situation where someone begged me to interact with someone else that they were connected to, mm-hmm. right? They begged me to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, you know, I'll I'll connect with them. You know, you said you needed, needed you wanted me, in my opinion, in my space, my thoughts with this person. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, then lo and behold, later on, I heard that the person that tried to connect us tried to take me and throw me under the bus in something that wow. they said um, that I had absolutely nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. But because I was connected to the person, because they connected us together, oh, Dwayne probably said it because now y'all know each other and y'all are connected is basically what it, what the underlining was. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, when they called, you because know, then they called me directly and said, well, this person said you said this. And I said, no, I don't have anything to do with that. It has nothing to do with me. I didn't say anything about it. And I don't right. really care at the end of the day. So 
No, it has nothing to do with me. And, and that's it's freeing to be that's able to why say text message conversation. Copy, so yes. we can go back and read what I said. Screenshot. Because post. you're not about to drag me into nobody's mess. Yeah. Like I literally if someone said well, we need to talk, tell me about it through text. What are we talking about? So that when you go when they take it back to who they got it from. I can say, well, this is exactly what I said. You yeah. can read it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that all day. Even with my ex, I tell people, he's like, oh, people said you, they, that you trashed me and this, things and that. I said, well, who told you that? Well, here's what our conversation was. Boom. Oh, well, that's not. Read it for yourself. That's not what they said. Because what, what I said, because what I say is in text message form. So you can see it yourself. Yeah, that's true. I think having it in, in text message form, and people are gonna have free receipts. They're gonna screenshot everything. They're Absolutely. gonna keep everything. Absolutely. So that when it does, people will record to them, you talking, and you don't even know. Right. <laughs> right. So a mess. Um, so that is the drama magnet. Uh, next up, we've got the energy vampire. The energy, <laughs> the energy vampire. The energy vampire drains you of energy, overwhelms you, creates problems, and feeds on the negative, and criticizes and bullies. What was the one you read before that? The the uh, drama magnet. It's not like the same person. Uh, not necessarily. That person is energy drainer. The the drama magnet is the <laughs> <Yes>. energy drainer. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the energy vampire again drains you of your energy and overwhelms you, creates problems and feeds on the negative. That sounds like the dang um, same person. <laughs> and criticizes and bullies you. That sounds like the same person. So nothing on the energy vampire. You don't have anybody that comes around like this wants your attention. It's the drama. You. It's the drama magnet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all we got. Okay. <laughs> Well, we can go to the next one. They the same kind of people. Same, same, same kind of people. Jessica, you, want, you got something you want to say? Into the mic over here. Yeah, All right, come, Jessica's coming over. Jesse, music, everybody. <laughs> Dwayne, I just wanted to She's know. To the mic. Hey, y'all. Um, so, Dwayne, I just wanted to know from your perspective what if you've dealt with a um, energy vampire. What? An energy vampire. Yeah, yes. you tell me. Yes, I have. Actually, <laughs> uh, was that? Did you ask that question so that I can talk about a particular person? <laughs> uh, you want to tell me who the person is so I can then expound on it? Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> um, I have, I have dealt with an energy vampire. Like, I don't. People, you know, what's interesting is that you you can pick up energies from people, right. obviously. Um, you pick up energy from people. You pick up energy from people that you know. You know that you want to be around. That you want to be connected to. I think me and, and Jessica have that great uh, connection with each other. Like we just we want to be around each other's energy. We enjoy each other's energy. We enjoy each other's time. Um, we feed off of each other. We learn from each other. We teach each other. Um, and so I think those are. But then there are people that you know don't necessarily have, like, their intentions in terms of energy is solely just to drain you. And then they'll create a negative situation to be around you just so that they can, you know, be around you to talk about whatever they need to talk about. Um, you Okay. So I don't, 
I, I'm trying to think about who you, honestly, I've kind of buffered this portion of the conversation because I was trying to think about who you were talking about. Um, but I don't know. Um, uh-oh, hotline bling. Oh, and look who it is. Hey, anyway. Um, but Jessica, I'm going to ask you to jump in real quick and have this conversation with Aaron while I grab something for him. If you will, come on. Come on, come on down to the prices rate. Ooh, I'm scared. <laughs> so you have dealt with an energy drainer. Oh, I definitely have dealt with a energy drainer. Um, Dwayne, he got left out, but he was talking about like that bullying characteristic that mm-hmm. they have, that energy draining. Um. In my previous relationship, okay. Um, oh, that lip pop was like <laughs> <laughs> it popped severely. It, pop, it, it was. It was a strong pop. Um, it was. I'm. I have that big energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's not just for one person. I can give it to everybody. You know, uh-huh. everybody can have access to it okay. to a certain extent because you don't want your to energy give it to drain. everybody. Right, yeah, right, you right. don't, you know, you don't want to spread it every, everywhere, but you know, it's, I, I can give love to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that person attached to me, I think from that space, knowing that it's like seeing a beautiful sunflower and you're like, Ooh, I just want to have that for myself. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself in that relationship and feeling possess you know like or or just like i was being owned mm-hmm. and it's not a good feeling because it there is a bullying characteristic to it it's just like no you belong to me and then you're always sad and you want me to lift you up all the time right i guess for me like my energy is important to me right mm-hmm. so you couldn't come into my space and drain my energy because i'm gonna drain yours before you drain mine Okay. Seriously, because you're gonna be like, all we do is argue because I just I protect my energy like that. Mm, that was a lot of arguing. I and bet it was, but guess I what? I'm a, but I'm gonna tire you out before you tire me out because I feel like my energy my energy is important to me. That's something that I've always known my entire life. I don't want to be around people who want to drain any of my energy for me because I to me I feel like I've worked hard to have good energy and I don't you know I don't want to be in a space where people feel like that's uh, an option to take from me yeah and I I think it's a learning thing like for me um that's like one of the first serious relationships that I had and it was just kind of crazy so I'm learning still actually to protect my energy because I feel like on one side of me, it's a. <laughs> on one side of me, I feel like it's you know it's my purpose in life, or it's a right. part of my destiny to just give good energy and right. love and all this kind of stuff. But when you have people that want to, you know, kind of like look at it like it just belongs to them, or right. you're their thing, and it's just like, well, people no. will take people will take from you whatever you let them get from you, and okay. that's where I. That's where I feel like, for me, you're not going to be able to get from me nothing that I'm not going to give to you. You can't take from me. So then would you say that people drain your energy because you let them? Yeah, I think so. 
Mm. Now tell me, and I'm getting out of here. No. <laughs> <laughs> tell you might me. want to say that in the mic so that they can hear you because I know they just oh, want to pick I up. I don't know. So I asked the question if uh, you think people, when people drain your energy, do you are you allowing them to? And I say yes. I feel like you do. I feel like you give you give people power to take from you, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not always something that you do on purpose, but you have your boundaries. You have your things that you know what you will and you what you will and you won't do, right? right? And so, especially if love is involved in it, is mm-hmm. dating involved in it. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to take more from you than a normal person would be able to. Because they don't want to hurt your feelings. You don't want to cause an argument. You're or because you just don't want to lose your relationship. Mm-hmm. So you're letting them literally drain you. But then there comes that day where it's like, I'm washing my hands of this. And I don't give a fuck what I lose. Mm. I'm freeing myself from this. I need my energy back. So let me ask this, you this. So if you're if you're loving someone and they have they are that va- energy vampire, mm-hmm. how do you pro- how would you protect your energy with that? And I'm not. In this space in my life right now, if I felt like someone was was draining my energy, I would just tell them. Like I don't think you're a good thing for me. Matter of fact, this is a really good question. So me and Dwayne was talking. Um, after his party and I told him that I felt like someone would not be a good person for me to talk to magically I'm doing that mm-hmm. but I already have my walls up I will say you've come in with your guard up is what you're saying yes like you you're you're you felt like initially the conversation was not going to be a good conversation. You probably shouldn't move forward with it. However, you went against that portion of the judgment and decided to go in with it. But you, you've got your guard up and you're, you're watching right. what's I actually, actually happening. I actually wanted to say that with the name of this podcast, Breaking All the Rules, because I feel like everything I said that I won't do, I'm doing you're it. You're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean doing it. <laughs> And that's honest. I really, yeah. I'm doing it, and I don't know how I feel about it. Well, why do you feel like you need to feel anything about it? In, I mean, at this point, just do it and then see what happens. Because I feel like here we go with me feeling like ah uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to feel like this. <laughs> like what? How I feel. And I can't explain it to you how I feel. I was just getting ready to say, but I mean, the way that I feel, I don't want to feel like this so fast. Then take it easy. I mean, we we just had this conversation. Well, we're on the podcast talking about it now, right? I am, and be comfortable. But I can't. But can I? On the inside of me, it's still accelerating. Okay. It's moving fast on the inside box. But are you... <laughs> are you... Um, but you're not showing that outwardly. No, I'm not. So then you're fine. I know. But it's like... I feel like it's like... <sighs> let things happen naturally and organically. I am. I'm Just doing that. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Let it happen organically. But I'm breaking every rule that I have for myself. 
I don't know why I would agree with that. I will because one, I never. Are you doing just entertaining? You're not. There's no pressure. But I I sexually have entertained, and I never do that. Well, you did say that once. I I never do that. Once you turn off the lights, that's it. And I have broken that rule. Well, I I mean, friend, unless you want to go into it. And I want to. I'm trying my hardest not to go into details. I'm really glad that you were trying very hard. And I, I'm glad that you're, you're succeeding. No, 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 no. Because if he goes into details, Jess, we're going to be here all night. Like, it's going to be, it's going to turn into another Aaron podcast. We already had one podcast where it was all about Aaron's life, which is not a problem. But you just want to get it out, friend. I understand. You just want it to come out. You want to just talk about it. I get it. So let's transition, right? But we have to touch on the topic of the of the podcast. We got two more. We got two more toxic people. Okay, and then we'll we'll finish that out. This may go over an hour. I'm gonna just tell you. Are we already here? We're at 50 minutes. this is such a good. Okay, all right. So we're gonna cover the last two uh, types of toxic toxic people. Flashbacks. No, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do it. It's hot. Don't do that. So <laughs> we're covering the types of toxic people. Thank we got God. two more to go. Um, compulsive liars. Ooh. Compulsive liars is a type of toxic person. Oh my God. Compulsive liars tell white lies. How much lies. time do we Let have? How much time do we have? <laughs> Let me just finish That's what I'm saying. We, I'm, I'm gonna this name is them. A whole I'm gonna name them and then we can revisit them if we need to because we got a couple of other topics to cover. Oh, we still have to do the video portion too. So okay, so gonna... we okay, we'll carry this over into the video portion as well. Oh, but I'm gonna name the last two. Okay. Um, so again, compulsive liars tells white lies consistently, mm. manipulates and gaslights you. Mm. Uh, master of guilt trips. Mm. So, Compulsive Liars tells white lies consistently. So, consistently. I could write you a book, shoot a movie, <laughs> and then poke your eyeballs out and make you read it in Braille. Manipulates and gaslights you, masters of the <laughs> And the last type of toxic person is the green-eyed. Envious person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cannot be happy for others. I want to talk good about fortune. this. Now I do want to plays talk about the, this. plays the victim, mm-hmm. minimizes other people to feel better about themselves. There's a lot of them in the community. Yes. Not even just in the community. Period. Yeah, there's a lot of green-eyed people. So one reason why I feel like I chose podcasting over everything else is because I didn't have to deal with that. Mm. Um, in your radio experience, you've dealt with a lot of green-eyed people. A lot. Because I do know a lot. Mm-hmm. And people who own radio stations, and I can say from the last one that I was at, I didn't get that. But everywhere else that I've been, it's been a challenge. Because they felt like, I felt like they were intimidated by, by me for my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Of things and like I would come to them and say, "Hey, you know, social media is becoming a big thing. Let's tackle this." Mm-hmm. You know, this is before social media was a thing. 
I can say that when social media was a thing, I met someone who was older who didn't understand social media. Mm -hmm. And so for me, meeting that kind of person, I have a very low tolerance in this point in my life. Because one, you're not going to be receptive to someone who knows more than you. Most people aren't. And you're going to try to bring me down to your level instead of coming up to the level of experience that you need to have. People fear change. So those are my two things on that. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. And we can go, I, the last two things we just you brought up, those going to be like movies for me. <laughs> okay. So we will we will cover them. If you are listening, we also have our YouTube uh, posts coming up. Um, so you'll see some live versions of our Phase of the Heart um, and some video clips from that as well. So Which we'll, you guys can go onto YouTube uh, starting, well, will be today, mm-hmm. um, where we talked about top spot on versatile. And is that a good conversation to have in the first conversation? Which we need to kind of do that now, right? I mean, we can. Um... Because I'm shocked at Dwayne, I would just say, because I really thought we were on the same page with this, and we weren't. (laughs) It's not that we weren't on the same page. So We were not on the same page at all. Like Clearly, we were not on the same page. And if you guys watch the video, you're going to see that we are not on the same page. So after re-watching the video... Mm -hmm. We went down a few rabbit holes that I think that... Well, you watched a clip. I watched the full thing. Like, I have multiple the full times. video. Oh, you watched yeah. it? <laughs> yes. We when I down. watched it, I said, we really are not... Like, how are we in a relationship? <laughs> I mean, we are. <laughs> but I think, I think that we went down a few rabbit holes. Okay. So, let me clarify... A couple of statements. Okay. Right? Um, Number one, I'm not saying that it's inappropriate to ask the question in the first conversation or the first date. Okay. I'm not saying that it's not inappropriate. Okay. I think that it is a part of our dynamic as gay men to have that conversation. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. Um, I think where I might have disagreed or... Yeah, where I might have disagreed is that if I... Choose not to answer it immediately right then when you ask. Right. Does not necessarily mean that I'm trying to deflect and not answer the question. Especially if I have feelings for what's happening. If I'm if I'm tied into what's happening and I, I think that there could be more the possibility of a long-term situation, mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it by initially talking about sexual positions and thinking that's all that you want. But why do you look at it as spoiling it instead of looking at it as, let's figure out if this is a possibility. Because I feel like, here we go, feeling like, I feel like that when that question is asked, people dumb the question down to sex, right? But it is, you're asking. It's not, it's not, because it has nothing to do with sex because guess what? In my prior life, before this new situation happened, I wouldn't have fucked you in like three months. Would not have. I would not have. Okay. If I'm dating you. Okay. So, I'm not dummy. I'm not asking you this so we can fuck. Okay. I'm asking to find out if we're compatible. 
Okay. And if we are not sexually compatible, in what capacity can we have a relationship? Now. And can I... This conversation also makes me think about would I be able to compromise in a sexual relationship with you? Indeed. Which is but you've done my conversation down to I want to fuck. But so I've walked away from here. You gonna let me say something? No, I'm about to. Okay. I've walked away from here. You walked away as oh he want to fuck. I walked away with this nigga is just fucking like not understanding shit, and so we got nowhere. Right, mm-hmm. so we potentially have lost a full relationship we could have possibly had had you just answered my question, or if you would have just asked me, "Why are you asking me this?" So you okay? Because it, your stance when we had when we filmed the video was something completely different than what you just. It said. wasn't. It because there wasn't an explanation. It was if if you deflect the answer. Mm-hmm. Then I don't want to waste my time, is what you said. So because I don't, I indeed. However, if you would have explained it that way, like you just did, then that's a that's a different perception than I'm asking, and then you deflect because you want to talk about sex, and that now I'm I don't want to waste my time. Like that's very abrasive. Okay, so I said that. I said that when I asked this, and I and I watched this video so many times so that I can see how it come off, right? So. I said I don't understand why it turns to oh you want to fuck because okay now let me let and me I said that. that multiple times wait I said that multiple times because that's what happens is that you ask that and they're like oh are we fucking and I'm like I just want to know what your position is so because if I'm versatile or if I'm a top or I'm a bottom can I date you you know will this be a lasting thing or will this be like we might just fucking that's it. Like I, I want to know that, and it turn. And I'm not just saying from our conversation because this has been, this has happened. Mm-hmm. And like I say, even when I'm on like apps, I like to meet people who are strict tops or strict bottoms because they will block you and go on their way. Right. But there is that middle space where there's people who are tops or their bottoms are not strict. They're just tops and bottoms and versatile people. Where it's not versatile people like it's a disease. I like versatile people. Okay. (laughs) Like what just happened? I I I don't know where you got there. (laughs) Well, I will say because somebody two things. Number one, when I asked you on the video, Mm -hmm. when I said that, well, if I'm a versatile, what is that? Like you, what what is that? But then somebody else, I guess, watched the video and was like, so, Dwayne, you're a versatile... I'm like, no, come on, like, come on. No. My sexual preference is none of your business unless we fucking... You still want to know or what it is. Or dating. You still want to know what it is, but don't you? <laughs> well, I think I know what you are. Do you? Yeah. Don't know. I mean, if you're my boyfriend, I guess you should, right? I mean, if you're my man... I mean, I'll spread it wide, lady love. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm just... <laughs> we walk somewhere else. See, see what y'all cause? See, what, this is what happens. I just feel like that is a very important question to ask. I, uh, and again, In the first conversation. I don't disagree with you. 
Okay. I think it is important to ask. Okay. However, I think there's some tact behind it and an explanation so that people... And the reason... Okay, so I, I want to get to your point where you said, well, why do people initially think that it means that we're having sex? Mm-hmm. Well, given the nature of our community, generally, when you ask something as strict, whether it's on apps or whether it's text to be a conversation, you, it, it's taken as, well, you don't really want to get to know me personally. You just want to know what I can do. Which, I mean, if that's where we're going, okay, say that, right? As opposed to, you know, in other situations, I don't know if you've come across people where sex was not even a topic of a conversation, but we had so many other conversations and energy exchanges that that didn't even necessarily matter. Because if, if you get to me on a mental level mm-hmm. and you and you you touch me there, are you going to change what you are? I, it, possibly, if if you have if you have, I don't t- agree with that. But that's how some I think you are. may feel like that because you are genuinely interested in me. But I don't feel like you're going to change your sexual position because some people. How do you how do you not know that some people weren't even considering being versatile in the, in the first place? Well, you you mean be explore that, that before you date me? Well, not you in general. But no, I'm you, saying who you ever you dating me explore that before then, because I don't want to walk into a relationship where sexually we're not going to be compatible. Period. Which is why I ask in those very first conversations. I understand that, but you because don't. Because I don't want to. If I want to get to. The, this part before I find if I'm like feeling you, I understand because that, but that, it's hard to come back that. from feeling you versus your sexual position for you. But everybody's not like that. So people are more into sexual position than they are feeling you. Some people are. I would love to talk to someone who's like that because I don't. I don't see that. I don't. I don't. I don't that it's possible. There's, people are more concerned about sexual positions when they hook up with people as opposed to getting to know them, maybe having something long term. If you if you have my attention, I mean, you could have just you probably might fuck me at this point. I think I'm going through that. Okay, well, you probably have mind fuck me at this point. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard what he just said, but okay, <laughs> all right. But a sexual position, I just I. Doesn't make sense to me. Sexual positions are not permanent. For I agree with, for, I, for I, everyone. I agree, with, I agree with that. For everyone. They're not permanent. For people who don't say that they are strict bottom or strict tops. Because strict bottom, strict tops, that's not changing. Okay, for them. But uh, what But if I come to you and I say I'm a top, I'm a bottom, I know I have a little bit of leeway. Like I can play with it while you're doing I it. I can. <laughs> yes. I can play with it. If a I'm versatile, hey, baby, this is the playground. Yeah. But if I'm a strict bottom or I'm a strict top, there's no leap, there's no room to play with that. Gotcha. So but when people are asking that, people need to respect that because it's a very valid question. Okay, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not saying today. That. I didn't. I didn't. Dis- <laughs> I didn't. Dis- I didn't disagree before. I just never clarified my <laughs> different stance. It wasn't that I disagreed that the question should not be asked. I disagree that the fact that if I deflect the question, it may be a reason why. But there shouldn't be a deflect. But there is a reason why. If I'm if I why? choose not to say why. But why 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 would you deflect? I that? just said that. Well say it again. I, just, I missed it. <laughs> I just said if I deflect it, it could be because I'm feeling you on a whole different level. And, and I you don't want to change your position. It, and I don't want to spoil it by just okay, now we're just gonna talk but about it. But you may sex. change your sexual position. If if I feel that the person that I'm interacting with... Okay. I'm going to ask you a very uncomfortable question. Has given, and I'm not going to answer you. <laughs> uh, if I feel that the person that has given me the 
enough well enough for me to be able to do whatever it is I want to do, then that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. What kind yeah. of energy I bring to What kind of energy do you bring to I'm not no, answering no. that. No, not me. Uh, not me. What kind of energy can I bring to you that will make you change your sexual position? If you get in here, if you get in my mind, okay, and we're talking, and right. the, you know the vibe is good, you the might energy is good, Tatiana. the level of masculinity <laughs> is crossing, like we're, our testosterone is crossing. You, you, you stim, you. Uh, what is it? It's called a sapiosexual. Okay. You stimulated my mind. Okay. Enough. Uh-huh. It could be it could be a whole playground over here, but there are people that are sapiosexuals that you have to fuck them here first okay. before you even and and regardless of what you what, what happens in the bedroom, if you've done it here, mm-hmm. then you can do positions are not what it is a free, it's a free for all. I wouldn't like not, sex. I wouldn't change what I want to do. No, that, but that's is, you. Mine is a pretty open thing. So yeah, it's but that still wouldn't change. Huh? What? It, it it's possible. It happens. It's happened to me. But it you know it's it's happened. I've had great energy. It was about that part after this podcast, so because I'm interested in that. I've had great energy with somebody, and like I mean, all eyes are dotted, T's are crossed, everything was covered. Like, and we had just great energy, great conversation, great uh, affection. All of that was all intermingled. Listen, Tatiana. Until 7 (laughs) a.m. But you would do that in a relationship? If you continue to keep that same energy, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. We come across people all the time in dating. We come across people all the time with different energies, different personalities, different situations. Right. And you... You know, you don't get that with everybody. Absolutely, I agree with that. I will say that I... Being Which is why this thing that's going on... What thing? With me... Oh, gosh. Here we go. fucking me up. Why? Because We're not like, going to talk about him every day. We don't have to. Okay. I'm just saying. We're not going to... Like, We're talking about me, not okay. even him. Me. Okay. It's you. Okay. It's me. It's fucking me up because it's like... We just had, like, at least five podcasts where I just told y'all things I don't want to do, and I'm not doing I'm doing all of it. Okay. And he's not asking you to do it either. He's, I'm willingly doing that it. That part. Is the part that's fucking that's me That's because he hit your prostate. And uh, some other things. Um, I want... So this is the end of this podcast. <laughs> He just went somewhere completely else that uh, took him left. Guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for allowing us to uh, entertain you. Thank you for joining in the conversations. Thank we you for helping you. us hit a thousand. Thank listeners. you for helping us hitting uh, a thousand subs- uh, not or subscribers, streams. a thousand streams. Yeah, um, we appreciate you. We can't really tell how many subscribers we have. That's okay. At least all I do know is we have at least seventy-eight percent of the people who. So um listen on Apple Mute on Apple Podcasts. 77 78% have subscribed. So That's awesome. That. That's yeah. awesome. So shout out to our Apple subscribers. Shout out to our close second, which is uh Spotify. Yes. Um so we appreciate you guys for listening in and all the other uh platforms we appreciate iHeart, you for listening to us. iHeart, Google, Spotify, Apple, 
Um, and then we're definitely on um, Anchor, which is where we we start where, where we are stream from everything. So, so we appreciate you guys. Um, make sure again, uh, you like, you subscribe, and oh, you turn, and turn on your notifications yeah, before you even get to that. So today is the first day we're going to start our YouTube channel. So the the topic that you guys really wanted to hear about is going to be on the YouTube channel. <laughs> so, we touched on that a little bit at the end of this podcast, but the full conversation is going to be on YouTube. So you want to go and look up Affairs of the Heart on YouTube, and that conversation that you guys are looking for will be on the YouTube channel um, starting today. And we'll cross-promote it. You'll see, uh, if you follow us individually or collectively, you'll see that we're promoting the YouTube station as well. Um, and so we are grateful for all of you listeners. Thank you. Continue to keep talking about us. Continue to keep promoting us. Continue to be sharing the conversations. Um, Real quick before we even get out of here, that I think that's a really dope thing. Everywhere we have been, people have been talking about this podcast. Yeah. And I, I really love that because it's like, I feel like our conversations are like really touching people. Like they're really interested in what we're talking about. And I really um, appreciate the reviews that have been left on Apple Podcasts and um, just people coming up and talking to us about different things. We were at a Christmas party the other day and we had a full-blown, con- well, you weren't even there yet. I had a full-blown conversation about whether or not we should have a conversation about being top first or bottom or top. <laughs> just because they, they knew you from the project. And they seen the clip well, on uh, social media. So this podcast is really for the culture and I just did an interview um, for a blog I do want to shout the blog out hold on if I can get it up while he's looking forward again make sure you check us out at sodebonair.com debonair with no O you can also check out Affairs of the Hot on Heart on Facebook and uh, Twitter at A F O it's (laughs) A-O-T-H It was like podcast at a o at a o t h podcast on Twitter. Twitter. But just go to soldevitor.com. You can just click on the Twitter little icon. It'll take you there. Um, the interview I did was for just oh god, what I'm this. It's called just um, justbeinganthony.com. Just being Anthony. So and they and he actually has a really. Some really good um, topics, which I told the one I was like, I really want to talk about some of this stuff that's on this blog. Um, and we just got another um, inquiry about doing another interview. So um, the podcast is done with us. And we appreciate every last one of you for it. And whoever Tina is who referred us to this interview, I, we, I appreciate you. I know who Tina is. Shout out to Tina if you're listening. We appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you. Um, shout out to Jesse Music, who's in the room. We appreciate you for hanging out with us. Um, and I think that's it. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and we will see you guys on the flip side. Follow us on all platforms at Affairs of the Heart. Um, one of, what is, if you want to email us, it's the, the Affairs of the Heart. Something else has the in it. Facebook? No, Facebook has Affairs of the Heart. Oh, uh, Instagram is the Affairs of the Heart. Is it? Is it? Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> Something else has the affairs of the heart. I think Instagram is the affairs of the heart. Yeah, Instagram is the affairs of the affairs of the heart. Facebook is affairs of the heart. And then Twitter is 
AOTH Podcast. AOTH Podcast on Twitter. Got it. So follow. If, if you just get confused with all that, just click the subtitle. I think at the end of these, we're just going to say go to sodebonair.com and you can find us on all social media platforms. And if you want to, so yeah, if you want to follow me on social media, follow me at sodebonair. Uh, that's debonair with no O. And, um, and if you want to follow me, you can find me on Facebook at Dwayne Queen or Instagram at Dwayne Q or Twitter, Dwayne Q or D Weezy. Um, again, this has been Affairs of the Heart with Aaron and Dwayne. Peace out. Bye.